I use it to masturbate. His dead body was still bringing joy to people. Welcome. We're back. Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I'm your man. My name's Brian Beckner. I never in my life have accidentally liked a pornographic tweet. I just want that known. I've watched plenty of pornography. I wouldn't say I watch it often, but I check it out occasionally. To quote the great David Cross... I use it to masturbate. Uh, But never have I accidentally liked a porno tweet. Have you? That's a good question. If you have, reach out. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Give us your interesting, quirky, hilarious stories about the times, time, you accidentally liked a porno tweet. Uh, You can also call us, 949-464-TBLS, one of our heroic Patreon subscribers, Dolomite D, was asking for the phone number last evening. We have a voicemail to get to today. If you would like to call, you can do it too. 949-464-TBLS is the number. Patreon, be like Dolomite D and subscribe to the show on Patreon. That way you can get the bonus content that we do, the extra stuff we talk about, the secret show. You only get that if you subscribe on patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. And it's important that you tell your friends, hey, check out this new podcast I'm listening to. I tell my friends about podcasts I'm listening to all the time. I'm li- I listen to the new one. I know it's very popular. This is me. Hey, have you have you seen that show? Cheers. Hey, have you have you guys heard about this new thing, the iPhone? Here's me telling you something you've probably already heard of. There's a new podcast. It's called Origins. It's on the front page of iTunes. It's fucking, you probably already know about it. And it's that, it's, I think he's a TV writer. I mean, he's written books and stuff. James Andrew Miller. And the first, he's, he's doing a series of series about, um, known things and their origins. And so the, the first one is about Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's five episodes. It's got interviews with all the people, and it's fucking great. I listened to it in an afternoon. So apropos of nothing, check that out, Origins. Uh, oh, no, apropos of this, you, got, you do the same thing. See what I'm doing now about Origins, Curb Your Enthusiasm? You do the same thing, but about the Baller Lifestyle podcast. And you could do that on iTunes as well. Go to iTunes, uh, review the show, rate the show, and review the show there. That's kind of a way... For you to tell people, hey, check out this show. Check out this show, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. It helps. Every little bit helps. Uh, joining me now, you know what helps is having somebody to to shoulder the burden, having a real funny guy. Like I can only be so funny. Uh, it's pretty funny, obviously, but it's good to have another funny person here, and that's why that's why I partner with my good friend Hoboken's own Ed Daly. He joins us now. How are you, Ed? I'm doing well. I, I too, am listening to that uh, Jim Miller. What's yeah. his name? Jim Miller? James Andrew Miller. Um, yeah. 
he wrote he wrote uh, Live from New York is is a terrific book about yes, uh, SNL oral history book. Yep. Yeah, he's he's a good he's a good uh, writer, and I think what helps with that podcast is he has some clout and real journalist abilities. So he's got every single person you would want to talk about that show. Yeah, that's great. Larry David to Larry Charles, to, you know everybody. JB yeah. Smooth, every, everybody. Susie Essman, um, some a lot of good yeah. backstories there, and exciting Fucking because Curb is Bob coming Einstein. back. Oh, the great, or Dave Einstein. The great Bob Einstein. No, you, you had it right the first time. No, Bob, super, Bob, yeah, super, super Dave super Osborne, Dave, right. the greatest. Love that dude. Love so funny. So um, fucking funny. So I was uh, I was reading, uh, these were a couple of potential stories, but I was just trying to think of what would be worse. We didn't use these ones, but I figured we should talk about it. What's worse for a dude? Now, the first guy was like an attorney for Trump and his wife got caught banging a, she was like in her 50s, she got caught banging a 23-year-old prisoner in the jail parking lot. Yeah. Like, this guy's allowed out for work, and he went to work on some guy's wife. Yeah. Now, like, if somebody, you're talking about a 23-year-old being let out of jail, that kind of sex is is serious sex. Like, he is ruining that guy's wife. Now, that's bad. But then there was this Democrat in Connecticut. I don't know, some sort of representative or council guy. And people discovered, like Googled his name, and it came up that he had a profile on SoFurry.com. Oh, my God. And his profile name, this, you know, a furry site, was The Gray Muzzle. And given his age, he's also known as an elder fur. <laughs> And then he stepped down because people Elder were like calling for, for his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he's no, the, fu- uh, the silver fox. No, fucking a prisoner. Fucking a prisoner well, is worse than being a furry. No, ha- I, but I'm saying having your wife fuck the prisoner. Yeah, that's even worse. Be cucked by a prisoner? Yeah, that's that's bad. Like, you're a lawyer. You're a lawyer for yeah. the president of the United States. Yeah. She's like, nah. I'm going to take this B and E suspect. Well, that's a that's convicted. A, that's a direct attack on you because you're if you're a woman, pretty much any woman can get laid. Like right. it's just that's just nature. Like we're out to spread our seed as men, and if a woman wants sex, she can just go have it whenever she wants. You know, within reason. If if your wife is going to cheat on you. She can do so very easily. If she makes a decision, I'm not getting what I need here. I'm going to go cheat on you. But if she goes, I, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat on Steve and I'm going to do it because I really want to get back at Steve. She either fucks one of your friends or she takes it to the next step and she fucks a prisoner. Fucking a prisoner is a direct attack on the dude. 100%. 100%. You agree, Ed? Absolutely. Yeah. And But it's got to be, and maybe I've brought this up, it's got to be the biggest bummer when you find out that you're attracted to furries, like stuffed yeah, animals. Yeah. People. Like you're just What's like your taking parents the kids did to Disney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you take your kids to Disney yeah. and all of a sudden like Chip and Dale walk by and you're like, oh, hello. Yeah. Felt something in the nether regions there. Super excited. Uh, well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I didn't know... Like I knew that furries were a thing and I guess I never really like sat down and 
cracked my brain open and really had a long think about thir- furries. So it's kind of like bosom buddies. I didn't, I never really got the double entendre until recently. Uh, I didn't realize that I thought furries, they just like dressing up. I didn't know that they like fucked each other in the costumes. I didn't, I didn't make that leap. I thought it was just a dress up thing. And yeah, maybe you hook up with some like, like kind of like cosplay, like you're just right. into the dress up and then sure you would like it just like anything else. You meet people that are into the same things as you and then you hook up with them. I didn't realize that furrying is actually like it's a sexual thing. Like the dressing up is sexual. Like you dress up to fuck other furries. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I, I just assume all things that people are into. Right. It's all about sex. It's all about sex. Yeah. Um. And then, and so I clicked on the the link of the guy, and it did take you to a profile. And now I I have in my search history that I've been there. Oh which yeah, is a problem, but, but that's where you the, need a VPN. It, said, it it did have on his profile that he was one of his lists. He was tolerant of rape, and <laughs> what? He likes his uh, another archive showed that he likes medical procedures, tolerates gangbangs, but can't get down to big, beautiful women. <laughs> Full of fat broads. But there is, I mean, you would feel bad, but there, this dude, there's a group of guys we're that talking just about want the, that. Yeah. You know what? There, there are guys who are into the big, big gals. And uh, unfortunately, Gray muzzle is not one of them. The elder fur. <laughs> He's not, is, did it say his um, safe word was ruh His voice. No, that was Shaggy. Um, speaking of people that are into, well, speaking of people that are into pretty much normal stuff, except that it's gross because they're Ted Cruz. Uh, how about Ted Cruz? Oh, yeah. <laughs> inadvertently <laughs> clicking like on a porno Twitter. You know what's weird is I've looked at tons and tons same, of porn. Same. Never on Twitter. I, I've I've never looked at a tweet. I mean, we've referenced it on the show of uh, what's it? Not what is it? You not Red Tube or one yes, one of those? Yeah. You just their their Twitter. We we've Pornhub. Pornhub, the big one. Pornhub. Yeah. Yeah, they do they do a lot of like tweets that that you know we've referenced, but. I've never looked at porn on Twitter. It's a no, weird place to look no. at it. Twitter, I, ever since Twitter went to that thing where you like open it and it's like, here's two tweets. Then here's 7,500 tweets from yesterday. What is that? Yeah, and it, the order, the order's all messed up. There's a lot of spon- sponsored content. Yeah. And I get the spo- the sponsored, like that's just, you know, the cost of doing business. You have a free site and like, that's the type of stuff you have to put up with. But I don't I don't get the ordering is all yeah, off. Yeah, here's what I use Twitter for. To to interact with my fans. What up fans? B to see what's to be apprised of what's happening in the news. So, it, that's the fastest way, right? You open Twitter. What's everybody right. talking about? But I ever I open Twitter when I'm taking a piss every morning. And it's like three things from just now. And then it's like, you may have missed. And it's like, <laughs> scroll for three hours and see shit from yesterday. And then I go, oh, well, fuck this. This this application does me no service. And I close it. 
I don't, I never see what's happening on Twitter because it's always what fucking happened yesterday, which I don't give a shit about. Somebody, t- uh, somebody tell me if there's a way to turn yeah, that off. Um, there must be. There has to be. Um, as far as liking tweets, like when I first got on Twitter, yeah. like I just liked everything. I didn't care. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like like porn or anything, but like, I wasn't like thinking, oh, somebody could be going through what I like. So I used to just sit there when I was on Twitter, I just like things. It didn't matter to me. I didn't understand the whole point of me it. Me either. I didn't, um, I didn't know for the longest time. I didn't understand the idea, like click the star or whatever. I had star. I had one tweet starred for maybe like five years. And it was by this guy called, I think he's called Bo Nose. And I, just cause I thought it was funny. I don't know. I was like, I might want to read that again. And it was, it, it was, I, I'm not going to quote it, but it was just something I thought was funny. And then I realized, oh, like people do this, like people, that's like a way to let someone know you think their thing is funny. And I think I was like three years too late. Like I'm it's like bosom buddies. Like I'm like pretty slow on the uptake on a lot of things. But as much as I I love bagging on Ted Cruz, I think there's almost a hundred percent chance it was a staffer. Like what would he be doing? And like, he's not, I don't think he's on Twitter like all the time. Yeah. I think it's a more fun story if he is, but like that's what these staffers are for. Yeah. We we know yeah. we we know I mean, I'm sure he's into some shit. I just think the chances of him being on Twitter for porn I don't know. I don't think it's him. And if, we know yeah. when Trump is tweeting because there's all kinds of grammar errors. That's true. That's true. You know, but like but like, you know, it's like when the Patriots account retweet something you know it's just some social media manager it's not robert Kraft. and and ted cruz like it was like some normal porn like i don't, I just saw the picture and i'm like oh that just like looks like regular porn to me um ted cruz he looks like grandpa monster's grandpa yeah so yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. he al lewis yeah whatever he's into is like Disgusting. so much grosser like there's just not you wouldn't be able to find it on Twitter. Like whatever he's into is just so fucking foul that it's just, it's, you really have to go to like the dark web to find what Ted Cruz gets into on Twitter. I'm sure of it. Or on. Yeah. I I know plenty of uh, Republicans and stuff. I don't know one person who even tolerates that guy. No. Like everyone's repulsed by him. He's disgusting. He's like, his skin's real sallow. He claims to be. (laughs) Remember that time the guy did the the psych handshake and then goes, you look like a fish monster when he was campaigning for president. He does. He's he's hideous. It used to be like, you have to be kind of good looking to be the president. Like that's just sort of pre-Trump, like post-Taft. And pre-Trump, there's like kind of a rule, like no one with a beard will no. ever, no one with a beard will ever tricky be elected dick. again. Tricky. Oh, he it's was hideous. between Tricky Dick. Yeah, he was. It yes. was between him and and Trump. Right. Everybody else was pretty good. You have to be like relatively handsome. Like uh, George Bush Jr. is a good-looking guy. Like it's good-looking dude. You know, it's just like sort of a rule that they're not going to elect anybody that's ugly until Trump who is hideous. Like he's so disgusting looking. Um, so maybe that rules out the window, but Ted Cruz is so foul looking. Like, I don't even know how he is ascended to the Senate because it's, well, he's got that face. You want to punch. It's it's, punchable. It's really, 
he looks like he's 69 years old and he claims to be 46. His, um, his children are disgusted by him. We've seen evidence of that. His, his wife obviously can't stand him. Like, Oh, he's dead. He's, he's definitely, he's the only guy that looks dramatically older than Alex Jones. Oh, for sure. Much. He's the only guy. Yes. He looks like Alex Jones's grandpa for sure. Speaking of that, I watched that. Speaking of ugly people, I watched the Steve Bannon, Charlie Rose. And what was going on with his face? Interview. Both of them. I was like, man, this is, it reminded me, this may come as a surprise to you and our listeners, Ed, but I used to take a lot of LSD. And at the end, (laughs) like after you're sort of coming down off LSD, you come home and you turn on the TV and it would be late at night and it would be, and it's all infomercials. And it's like Tony Robbins and Tony Robbins is real fucking weird looking. And he's really weird looking if you're on acid and it's like everything on late night, you're like, holy fucking shit. They're programming the TV just for people like me because they know we're all on acid and that's why they put all these weird looking people on TV. And I was watching that uh, the, um, that interview on 60 Minutes and Charlie Rose looks so weird the way his like skin sort of sags down and his eyes are just like slits. And then you look over and Steve Bannon, he looks like the, uh, he looks like Vincent D'Onofrio in when an alien takes over the farmer's body and it's played by Vincent D'Onofrio in yeah. Men in Black. He looks just like that, except he's not trying to look like that. It's so freaky. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, I was going to say. Yes. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, no. But yeah, it's he's is he's falling apart. Yes, he, yes, his, his like his eyelids are all pink and just everything about him is fuck he can't shave properly. His hair, his face, he's got like um he's got like liver spots and he drinks too much and he's fat and he's just disgusting and and Charlie Rose is real old and weird looking. The whole thing it just it was like an acid flashback. I hated it. Um, anything else you'd like to discuss before we move on? No, we're good. I do one more thing and I don't know if this is, I just noticed this yesterday. I was at the gym and football started. And so I was at the yeah. gym and there's two, last night was the first. The NFL Mon- started. Monday night real, football. NFL. Real foot. Right. Real football started right. a week before. Exactly. NFL football started. And so the first Monday night game was on last night and I was at the gym and I was leaving the gym and I just go, like I put my bag, you know, I go, get there, I go to the gym, I change into my gym clothes and I put my shit in the locker and then I'm done with the gym and I go to leave and I just grab my shit because I'm going to go home and take a shower. And I grab my shit and in my gym locker room, there's like a TV and some couches and there's just a bunch of guys sitting around nude watching a little football, talking about the game, like sharing their opinions. I mean, they have towels on, but they're in but like, like they're, f- that's a weird time to just say, all right, let's stop what we're doing and watch football. Don't, don't you have a home? Like you have a TV at home. Like, what is the deal? Why you got to sit here and talk to randos about the game? Like how lonely are you? How sad is your house that this is what you think you need to do? Also, how long does it take to dry off? I do it in like 14 seconds. I don't need an, yeah. like an extended yeah, max. Yeah. I don't need to fucking blow dry anything. I don't need to, you know, really uh, deck out my asshole. Like I'm not fucking detailing a model T I'm just drying off and put my clothes on and leaving. And these guys are just fuck. They're, it makes you wonder like, 
is there an agenda at hand here? Like, it's not an accident. You have to choose to hang out nude with other men and watch sports. That's all I'm saying. And just be who yeah, you are. I agree. Like Ted Cruz. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Oh, do you, do you want to listen to this voicemail? Let's see if I can play this. Somebody's, somebody's it left. Plays a, it's yeah. a little long. It but, is long. Yeah, we'll just play it. We should, it's been a while since we played a voicemail. We don't get... Okay. Pe- people are intimidated by the voicemail, and this gentleman was nice enough to call, and so we should He's answer... not we, intimidated. Yeah, Fair. he did, shouldn't be intimidated, so this will encourage other people okay. to call, because this is perfectly normal guy leaving a, leaving a message for us. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, wait, wait real quick, before yeah. you play it, I, 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 was, I was searching for... I, I saw the best description of uh, Bannon during that interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deadspin said he looked like a bro- broken-spirited trucker. Yes, he Yes, but worse. Like, <laughs> yes, he looks like he's been drinking Diet Broken-spirited, Coke not... And, and yeah. Mountain Dew for 50 years. Yeah, he's so gross. By the way, didn't... I mean, I find him repugnant in almost every way. I didn't disagree with everything he said. I'll say that. He 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 I, he had a good point about the 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 um, lobbying class in Washington D.C. and that is a point that is not made often enough by politicians. So I will give in in the interest of fairness, I agreed with Steve Bannon there. There you go. Okay, here we go. Oh no! Hold on. Oh no! Got to rewind. Oh my god! Hold on. Let's try that again. Hey, Brown, Ed, and fans of this Travis Donald Richmond from Rosenberg, Texas. Uh, got a question for y'all. Just, just need your assistance or something. Uh, we, we got flooded here pretty good. We're a real bit south of Texas, uh, Houston, Texas. And we got flooded real good here. Uh, my question is this. I mean, we just dried out a little bit and been able to access the property. We got snakes up in the attic. We got snakes in the wall. We got snakes in the toilet. And the missus don't want to enter the house. Uh, we lost everything. Lost my guns. Lost everything. Uh, Brian, you seem to know a lot about snakes. Uh, what do we do to get them out of there? Number one, and uh, all fancy. And uh, the missus don't want to go in the house. Uh, she's claiming down that she's a max hatchy. She don't want to go in the house, even when I tell her it's called clearing, the snakes are gone. Uh, the one in the toilet got to her, I'll be honest with you. Uh, what do we do? What, what, how do I get her back in the house? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they won't want to come out. They say they got cattle mm-hmm. over, they got to clean up. Uh, uh, but yeah, y'all got a great show, listen all the time. Uh, you know, uh, just, just, just like listening to y'all. Uh, we don't agree on everything, but, uh, you know, I'm uh, starting to come around a little bit on what you all saying about that there, uh, fella in the White House about Bieruski. Uh, but I won't get all up in that. I just, I just need some help on this snake problem. Uh, y- y'all, uh, I'll be listening next week. Hopefully you can help me out. It's Travis. Travis. Great. <laughs> Interesting call. He's got a snake problem, Ed. Now, does it work the same as rodents and like insects? Like, can you just put like a poison out or something? I don't think so. I really one snakes, in my experience, don't need to eat that often. Mm. So if they they could go a couple of months 
without a meal. If they've just had, and there's just been a flood, so there was probably plenty of food around for them to get. So they probably could have just had a rat or a bunny or a bird. So you can't bait them into having, like, eating this poisonous something? I don't think so. I mean, you could give them a poisonous rat, but the other thing is, is they eat live things. So mm. it's that's why they say you're not supposed to poison small animals. Like if you have varmints around, you're not supposed to poison them because then the other animals eat the poisoned animals before they expire. And then the other animals die. So you end up killing the coyotes and the owls and the mountain lions and stuff. A couple of years ago, we were in London and there was a little rodent problem. Oh, we got Jesus. one of those plug in plug in high frequency. Do those things. work? <laughs> no more mice. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So maybe it was coincidental, but we never saw one again. Interesting. I'd, I'd like to know that because um, I got, I live kind of not in the wilderness per se, but I live no, in the. The way you describe it, it's way more wildernessy than, than I'm used to. Somebody was telling Fancy Sauce that someone that lives in this neighborhood has a like night vision camera out the back of their house and they back up to this open space kind of like we do and they say that they get that all night long they see on the on the camera they see raccoons and bobcats and coyotes and all sorts of shit cruising by around where we live Mm. it's kind of scary um my suggestion to travis and again Fantastic call, Travis. I really appreciate you yeah. reaching out. I really appreciate the fact that we've, we're starting to find some common political ground here. Um, but more sure. importantly, I'm, I'm glad you reach out to me as a snake expert. And I know you've been through a lot. And the snake in the toilet definitely caused some problems for the wife. She doesn't want to come back in the house. And I, I could see why that might be an issue. I think the thing for you would be to torch the place. <laughs> I mean, it's full of snakes. Your house is full of fucking snakes. Torch it. Burn it down. Yeah. That's why I asked about the poison because really, like, you're you're dealing with with trouble now. Yeah. Burn the house to the ground. Take it down to the fucking embers and start over. Like, the insurance man's coming around anyway. All you got to be is like, I don't fucking know. You know, it was flooded. It came back snake the next. Had, I saw that snake with a lighter yeah. the other day. Yeah. This, there was some, I went in, I saw some snakes. They had matches. They had Ohio blue tips and they were fucking around and I didn't want to mess with them. <laughs> and I came back the next day and the place was burned down. Do you think with all the insurance companies got going on right now in the Houston area and God bless the people of Houston, right. great people, all of them. Uh, Absolutely. Do you think they're going to stop to do a full investigation? They're just going to fucking cut you a check right then and there. They're going to go, all right, I got to, you know, your neighbor needs me next. So I'm busy. Right. We're done with this. You know, here's your money. Burn it down. Burn it to the ground. Thanks for that. Yeah, they're certainly not getting, they're not getting into like, you know, a few thousand here or there. They're just, they're just writing checks and trying to get people to sign off FEMA as quickly as possible. They're trying to, they're trying to unload some of that debt. If they can, they're, uh, they're in, in sell mode. So see what you can do. Right. Uh, thank you for that voicemail, Travis. Yeah. Travis in Houston. Um, emails. First email. Quick question. 
I have noticed that many chiropractors demand to be called, quote, <laughs> doctor. Do you consider people that jack up people's spines, thus necessitating numerous future visits, to be, quote, doctors? Thanks, Beauregard in Connecticut. Well, first and foremost... Pretty excited to get an email from A, someone called Beauregard, to someone in Connecticut of all places, really branching out. I don't think we've been in touch with anybody in Connecticut. The nutmeg so state. You. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for that, Beauregard. Uh, Ed, well, I don't think we've ever discussed this. Your thoughts on chiropractors and their, um, the, their assuming the title, quote, doctor. A couple of things. First of all, I think Beauregard, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was one of that was like the janitor from the Muppets. Like, Is that true? Wow, shaggy dude Going from the Muppets. Deep. I'd have to, I'd have yeah. to check that. I'm not, I'm not positive, okay. but I have a feeling there's a Beauregard on the right. like the old Muppet show. Oh um, yeah, it used to be on Sunday nights. I used to watch it religiously as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's the problem: is chiropractors. Yeah, they like they're not like, you know, the, the doctor you go for a physical and stuff. But at the same time, one of the more famous doctors in America is Dr. Phil, and he's not a real doctor in any way. Well, so he's he no, he's a PhD. No, he's not. Yeah, no, I believe he is a PhD. Yeah, he, but his it's in like physiology or something. He's not a he's not a he can't prescribe drugs. He's not an MD. Oh, I thought I he believe. was. I thought he even lied about that. But e even so, well, he like, could have. Let's look it up. This keep keep going. Continue. This guy is calling himself doctor, and you know that these chiropractors are like, well, fuck, I'm more of a doctor than this piece of shit. But right. at the same time, I went to a chiropractor once. I was I was my back was giving me fits. Let's say five years ago, mm -hmm. four years ago. Yeah, I was yep. like, you know, I always hear about whether it's a sham practice that they will give you a nice, comfortable cracking of the back, whether it's That's good true. for you or not. Like, I was like, I could just go for somebody cracking my back. I go in. The guy makes me get x-rays. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And then we'll, we'll, you know, we'll look at the next course of action next time. I was like, so I'm not getting my back cracked here. Yeah. And he's like, no, yeah. no, not this. That's, you know, that's something people, you know, that's a myth or something like that. And I was like, I just wanted to fucking back crack. So yeah. I left and I never went back. So I'm yet to get a nice back cracking from a, from a chiropractor. Um, yeah. Aside, Dr. Phil is a doctor. Okay. He has a PhD in psychology. Now that PhD does come from North Texas. So you kind of do that like scales of green? justice with your hands. Yeah. You kind of do that with your hands where you're like, eh. I mean, does it count? A frequent, a frequent appearance in the new Orleans bowl. If I remember from the old <laughs> gambling days, there you go. Um, what I was going to say is there was maybe like a year ago or two years ago, some Instagram model dropped dead of an aneurysm or something. And it turns out she had hurt her back on a shoot. She was, sh she'd like been in Playboy or something and she, I don't know, 
something happened on a photo shoot where she'd injured her neck or something. And she went to a chiropractor who did not do x-rays and there was something wrong. She had like a slight tear and he fucking cracked her neck and ripped her goddamn aorta or some vein. And she's like, he's like, all right, you're all good. She walked (laughs) out, went about her day and a few hours later dropped fucking dead. She was 34 years old and really hot. So you want them to do those x-rays. Um, that said, if you're going to call yourself doctor, you have to have done more than two years at some trade school in a mini mall. <laughs> you yeah. know, like doctor, it's, it's I, and I would you're say You're essentially the same a television for, repairman. I would, I would say the same thing for these holistic doctors. Well, where they're that's like, not, that's not a real. Well, this is the same as chiropractor, doctor of nature, naturopathy. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm saying I'm, yes. I, yeah. I agree with with Beauregard yeah. and you. Like yes. it's it is that it's a, they throw around doctor a lot. However, yeah, yeah, it's just got a sting when you see Doctor Phil being the most famous or Doctor Oz, who is a real doctor, yeah, but he, he's, he's a, promoting miracle surgeon. pills and stuff. That's true. Like yeah, it's he's the biggest fucking quack of them all. Or um, Dr. Laura, the radio doctor, where she is not, she is, she also is a PhD, but it's in like physiology or something where she's not qualified right. to right. give life advice, as like, you know, unlike us who are life coaches. One more thing. I used to have a buddy mm-hmm. that was, and I would still like, we still text occasionally. My, my old neighbor, he was a chiropractor and we would play golf and stuff sometimes. He's a good guy. But my other buddy who was like in, you know, he, I was the intermediate friend between the two. He would come play golf with us and he would often ask the chiropractor about the one adjustment to the tailbone that he's heard of that can only be done from inside where they have to actually slide in to your rectum to adjust your sacrum or whatever that tailbone thing is. Like apparently that gets, this seems fishy. That becomes, that becomes, becomes out of alignment at some point and they have to go in and they have to realign it that way. So oftentimes my buddy would ask my other buddy, the chiropractor, if he does that adjustment and if he could do it to him. And I don't think that the chiropractor thought that was very funny because he takes that shit seriously. His chiropractic business. I so, if somebody's yeah. going in to my rectum, yeah, it's and going to have extra. to be a, a real a real medical doctor, or it's going to have to be at a BC because yeah. I got sent to prison. That's right. There you go. One or the other. Not Schillinger. Schillinger. Only yeah. Adebisi is that only is Adebisi the only one that can? What about well, Chuck Zito? Because, could could Chuck Zito well, come in Chuck, there? Chuck Zito, uh, yeah. I mean, Adebisi was the scariest of all. Oh yeah, because how did he keep that hat on his head? <laughs> That's it. Dude, yeah, he was the medical marvel. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, shocking. Chuck Zito, yeah, Chuck, Chuck Zito. He did beat up Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, right. Is that true? I mean, they're scores. both, they're both like five, four. I've Chuck's- seen, I've seen Zito in person. I, I one time saw Zito and, uh, Arturo Gotti 
at a bar oh, really? in New York. Archer was right, Thunder Gotti, RIP. Yeah, when his wife choked him out with a uh, yeah. and purse string. They looked Zito looked pretty big, and Gotti looked like he could just murder just for fun. Like oh, he yeah. was he was made out of granite. Um, but they were at a bar yeah, right outside the garden. I was going to a fight, and I saw them. But like, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't feel good fucking with Chuck Zito. But no, definitely. I'm not. just saying, if I had to pick the one that's the scariest, it's Adebisi because he was enormous. He was way bigger than those guys. Yeah. yeah, and he was. I mean, guys in there were scared of him. Uh, okay, and just to just to a callback, Beauregard is the dim but lovable janitor at the Muppet Theater. There you who go. Took over the mantle from George the jan- janitor, beginning in episode three ten of the Muppet Show, <laughs> affectionately known as Bo. His slow wit is often exploited by characters who use him for their own purposes. There, yep, Beauregard yeah. the janitor. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's it. Okay, um, <clears throat> another email. Brian and Ed hoping for everyone in Florida to say, stay safe and dry. Yes, we should make a point. Another hurricane doesn't seem, I mean, plenty of loss of property and I'm certain some lives lost with Hurricane Irma in Florida, but it doesn't seem to have displaced near the number of people as who lost their homes in Houston. But again, our thoughts also with all of our friends in Florida. A lot of power of them, outages. Lot, yeah, people still without power. My sister-in-law uh, which, has no power. Yeah, which is a problem because it makes it so it's difficult to hear this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, how are you, you going to download? Because your, well, your battery's going to be going. No, here's what you do. You go out because you get this phone on your, you get the show on your phone. You go out to your car and you charge your phone on the car charger. Get that phone charged up and you download the show. Oh, but the internet. Well, you got still got cell service. You're good there. Use your data. Right. Use yeah, your data yeah. plan and download this show if you're within the sound of my voice. Okay. But thoughts and prayers to all our friends in Florida. Absolutely. I got out of the hurricane in Houston, okay, and am sending best wishes to the East Coast. During these tough times, everyone needs to keep their eyes on the ball and remember what's important. Since I didn't flood, I spent all holiday weekend going to nearby houses to help clear things out for construction. That's what everyone has to do, Ed. They have to put all their fucking shit on the lawn so insurance can come look at all the shit they lost and write them a check. Oh, yeah. I remember even when Hurricane Sandy just yeah. put Hoboken underwater. Everybody's shit like was on the curb. Like it's it's yeah. just apartment building. So like there was just wet couches and shit yeah. everywhere. It was it was a mess for like a month, you, two you months. Know what that was you know what that was rat heaven. Ed, the rats mm-hmm. were fucking loving that. Plenty of places <laughs> to hide. Um, since uh, okay, which felt good to help, but you eventually end up having to put up with neighbors and their bullshit. One new type of asshole that I discovered is the sanctimonious helper for useless shit. While driving around and the water level is a hearty one to two inches deep, I barely get over five miles per hour. But people love to come crawling out of the woodwork to yell at you in the street that you are, quote, creating a wake that's going to make things worse in their homes. This must have happened ten times a day. 
If I were to go any slower, <laughs> I'd be going backwards. But multiple ass boils came up, came running up, thinking that I'm reenacting the final act of some Michael Bay movie with a tsunami that's going to wipe out the human race. All so that they can avoid doing some actual work. Chill the fuck out, Helen Lovejoy. How about you put down the selfie stick for your Facebook grandstanding and try to make a difference? Anyway, that's my little rant. And speaking of Simpsons character, how about a round of Daily's Choice? Hit it! Daily's Choice, it's a choice I made. Daily's Choice, watch me shiver while you shake. Eddie really crept that one up on us. Yo, this, it didn't seem like it was going in that direction. No, it's great. Uh, for you, those of you that don't know, Daily's Choice, if you're new to the program, Daily's Choice is a game we play here invented by listener rights of Bill where we present Ed Daly a quandary. He's at a urinal. There are people at either side of him. He only has a brief moment to check out one of their dongs. Who is it going to be? What is Daily's Choice? Ed Emergency responder round, Dr. Hibbard versus Dr. Nick. These are Simpsons characters. I am not familiar with these guys, so I'm going to have to look them up, Ed. Are you, are you? Yeah, well, you know, one is a big one black dude. One's a big black dude oh, who's like, who riffs on, I mean, it's essentially Bill Cosby sweaters and he yes. laughs about everything. And then Dr. Nick is the squirrely little guy. Like, I'm going, I'm going Hibbard. Dr. Nick's like the big glasses, right? No, he that's that's Frank, right? Professor Frank. Uh, oh, right. Dr. Nick's got like the oh, like yeah. the weaselly kind of look. Like he's he's Nick, the guy. Yeah, Nick, he's the guy Nick who works Riv- at a strip strip mall. Nick Riviera, yeah. right? Nick Riviera. Yeah, he looks like he's got a little Cuban. Like he might be half Cuban. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah, Doctor Hibbard for sure. I know him. I would go with him 100. percent He's probably packing a massive hog. He's got a very deep voice. Yeah. Any. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He sounds just like that. Good job. Uh, okay. Thank you for that. Rights of Bill. Excellent. Excellent email. Great correspondence all the way around. We love all of our listeners. And you know what else we love is people trying to hook up via sliding into the DMs, Ed. What do we know yeah. about that? We got a lot of that going on. Because yeah. uh, really, it's like it's like the NFL just – Choked the life out of every good sports story this week. It was sure. all like, you know, Brett Rogers, uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. uh, you know, he passed some other Brett Favre record Didn't and some, you know, some team record. Like, there's just, yeah. and then who's the best quarterback? And is, you know, are the Patriots done? It was just all it was was the NFL stuff and like college, there were some big games and people didn't even talk about that. It was all right. NFL. Uh, but there were a couple of uh, baseball-related stories, thirsty baseball stories. Um, Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras has been DMing porn star Mia Khalifa. His first yes. DM. Nope. I I really almost never DM. All, like, not in years. But don't you have to be, like, following each other to DM? I think it might be... I don't know, because I don't want to get a bunch of randos DMing me. <laughs> but I think it might be like like Instagram, 
oftentimes people will message me on Instagram and I won't realize it. And then I'll go in, I'll look at something like three months later. Yes, and it would, that happens to me. There's like a little yeah, number it, in the corner. I was like, yeah, oh, it'd be like, that? would you like to allow these messages? And I'll be like, oh, sure. And then I allow them and I'm like, oh, this is from April. Um, so I think it might be like that where you have to say, I'm cool with it. Okay. Because the first one he sent her is, I'm sure you get this a lot, but I'm a big fan of you. Then he, it was followed by some weird, it looked like a vomit emoji, like a, like a guy, I don't know, sticking out his tongue or, or puking or something. And then followed by three kissing phases. Yeah. So a few hours pass and then he DMs again. It would be nice if you could just say hi. Then she responds, mm. bye. The next yeah, morning. He's out, yeah. Yeah. The next morning, Contreras wrote, LOL, good morning. No response. Six days later, he wrote, good afternoon. No response. Three days later, me friend, M-I friend, with a fire emoji. No response. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple hours later, I hope you're doing good. Happy face emoji. Finally, well. Khalifa took the screen grab of the one-sided exchange and posted it on Twitter with the caption, Cubbies, your man is wandering around left field. Can you come get him? Um, and then also this weekend, Lena Dunham's boyfriend threw out the first pitch at City Field. and Dun- uh, Dunham- Jack Antonoff. Should I know who that is? I it mean, sounds I'm like disc- Jack Abramoff, the, uh, the, the crooked lobbyist guy. Oh, I forgot about old Jack Abramoff. I, what did he do again? Because I feel like in, the, oh, in Trump's like, America, it wouldn't fuck, even be bad. It was just fuck missions and all kinds of like trips to <laughs> Tahiti. And it was yes. crazy. Like yeah. it was what you would think bad lobbyists are doing. Totally. Yes, I remember. I recall that. <laughs> I no, remember, Jack, dude, I, yeah. a, a buddy of mine who worked in Washington, and he's like, all that shit had to dry up right after Abramoff's thing. Such a bummer. Such yeah. a bummer. Everyone was probably so like, bummed out. <laughs> Like just pump the brakes a little, and everybody has a party. I'm super. I'm no. You should not ho- know who Jack Antonoff is. I'm super bummed that I know it. It's one of those things. Like I can't think of very simple words, but I know exactly who Jack Antonoff is. He's Lena Dunham's boyfriend. Also is he in a like band. He, I believe he's in a band, but he's also a producer. Some the peanut gallery here says the bleachers, but was he in a band bef- prior to bleachers yeah. fun? He was in a band called fun, which I believe had a period at the end of it. I'm I don't know any of their so songs. I don't touch. know anything. He produces a lot of songs and he, I assume he hope he does that thing like that you do when you, um, when you jump into a pool where you, where you hold your nose, you know, you just like, cause you don't want to get any water in your nose. Who he does, does that? that? He, he does that, except he's not jumping into a pool. He's having sex with Lena Dunham. Oh. <laughs> but, oh, sorry. Oh. Um, She's great. I love her. <laughs> Continue. But anyway, he threw out the first pitch, I think it's City Field, and Dunham tweeted, I'm horny for baseball players. Wow. Right away. Like immediately. Yeah. Famous baseball creep Lenny Dykstra jumped all over it. He said, DM me. <laughs> then he's then he sent her a link to like a, a suggestive Garth Brooks video. After that, Dunham responded, OK, now you're making me laugh. I'm going to have to read your wiki. This whole exchange is a real trip. Then some rando got involved and asked Lenny why he was trying to get with Dunham. He responded, 
Oh, I'm just looking to tease her and break her heart. Don't worry, dude. Then Dunham responded, good luck with that. I just asked who you were, and the answer I, I got was just a classic piece of shit. Then Dykstra agreed with being a piece yeah. of shit, but, oh, yeah. but not of the classic variety, and then offered her a ride on the space shuttle. Now, yeah. <laughs> and that's his go-to move. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Brian, why are all these ball players so thirsty when it's readily available when you're famous? Oh yeah, all you got to do is go to the hotel bar. Yes, they're just hanging out. Like even even Lenny Dykstra in his disgusting state and his history oh, yeah. of all kinds of problems, he just has to show up to at one of these. Uh, like they they have a City Field is actually has a good bar like right attached to it. Oh now, really. A, f- a bunch of these stadiums do. I think yeah. it's McFadden's or something. But yeah. like, but yeah, he could just show up in there, and he would he would easily have women. Yeah, like totally. But yeah, but yeah, he's chasing everybody on. I, and Lena Dunham. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm I'm checking out this Mia Khalifa. I wasn't familiar with her work. She's sort of like an ethnic porno chick. Yeah, she she looks good in this picture. Yeah, I'm looking at her uh, like her Instagram right now. But what here's what I notice like it's like she's she's okay looking, but then you scroll scroll you're like okay yeah she's fine she's got some big implants which aren't really my thing. But then you scroll down and then there's here's one of her in a bathing suit and I'm like oh yeah she looks good. And that's the thing with porn stars is they're fucking super hot because they're naked they have really good bodies and they're naked. But you put some clothes on them and you have to like kind of focus on the grill which you don't do when they're doing the pornos and you're like oh hey maybe not maybe not so much but uh yeah this one's okay uh yeah i don't know i don't know they're just they're horny they're dudes they're horny and it's like never enough it's got to be a little bit more of a challenge right even even lenny dykstra who i saw he like lost all his teeth i think so he has like all fake teeth and he's yeah, just he looks disgusting. Mess. But he was just tearing up a hotel room with a bunch of chicks. He he ruined a hotel. Didn't we talk about yeah. that on this show? Yes, yes, we did. He destroyed we... a hotel room in the Hamptons and stole all the sheets and stuff. And it and it he was partying with tons of chicks. He's been he's been more in the news in the last like two months than he had in the previous quarter century. Yeah, he's things are really working out for him. Our listener and. Patreon subscriber, Patreon. He's our, he was our first Patreon subscriber, patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Dolomite D. He reached out to me last night. Apparently he and Lenny Dykstra follow each other on Twitter. What? He was, he is actively efforting a Uh, Lenny Dykstra appearance on the baller lifestyle podcast. That would be amazing. You that would be amazing. Yeah, it would be the best thing ever. Now, my wife yeah. was like had a poster of Lenny Dykstra, oh, like yes. a sh- shirtless yes. poster above yeah. her bed of Lenny Dykstra. I'm looking at my bookshelf, the autobiography, Nails. Nails. We still have it. Yeah. I mean, the guy, he was a pretty good player for a short period of time. Right. He was hitting a lot of home runs but that was, from the that leadoff was the, spot. Those were the the Phillies era, the Mets. Yes. He was just like this scrappy platoon guy. They got to the Phillies and Wilson. put on like sixty pounds of muscle. Yes, like, he's, oh, sudden pop in that bat. He's County Chat, J or Ed, <laughs> whatever your name is. Mm. Um, Lenny Dykstra is he's from Orange County. He's from Garden Grove, which is a town in Orange County. 
Mm, near where exciting. I'm from, Costa nice. Mesa, California. Very exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Speaking of exciting things, Ed, mm-hmm. I have long made the case that I don't necessarily wish to have a big dong because having a big ass dong is like, it looks pretty cool in the locker room. It's, you know, bragging rights. Like, Hey, there's old, there's Tim, this big ass dong. This guy's really packing. He's got a huge dong. But the thing is chicks, they get intimidated by these big ass dongs and they're not looking to have multiple sessions with dudes with these huge dongs because it's just, it's just physics. It's biology. Well, how big are you talking though? I mean, I don't know. Good size, like big. That's not the point. I, I have always stated that I just want the rumor of having a big ass dong. Like people think Hey, that Beckner, I hear he's really packing. That dude's put together. He's really swinging a hammer down there. He's got a baby's arm holding an apple. Meanwhile, when it comes time to bed ladies, I just got a regular size dong and they're not intimidated by it. And by that, <laughs> by that time, they're, they're all in. They've already, they've already done the deal with the devil and they're going to, you know, do what they've come to do. Well, the, the, the best thing in life is to have the rumor or have people think you have a big dong in life. The second best thing in life is after you go to the great beyond, everybody remarks, hey, remember old Dan? Man, that guy was packing a meat hammer. Well, some nurses in Denver, Ed, they nearly lost their jobs. They were all strong union, those nurses. They were suspended for three weeks because they wanted to confirm a rumor, apparently, or start one where they they inappropriately viewed a deceased patient's body and talked about it. Somebody told a Denver TV station that the nurses were disciplined for admiring the size of a deceased patient's genitals. And at one point, opened a body bag to view parts of the body. (laughs) A different nurse heard one of the disciplined nurses make a comment that the nurse felt was inappropriate and reported it to hospital staff. Hey, Nark. Thanks, Helen. Like maybe keep it to yourself. Maybe mind your own business. The guys, the guy doesn't. You're not interested. If you're not interested. Just he's go de- away. He's departed this earthly plane. Quote, multiple staff members viewed the victim while he was incapacitated, including after he was deceased. The complainant, well, somebody made a report about it. Ed, I got to ask you, do some guys just have all the luck? Yeah. The, mm. Like you said, like, there's not, once you die, there's not much... Or you can do for no. the world. Like, no. you've made your imprint in a positive right. or negative way. Like, your That's relationships right. are over. There's nothing more you can do. Yep. Except in this situation, his dead body was still bringing joy to people. That's right. That's right. You, they talk about a legacy. Well, you've, you've made your legacy in life. 
this guy was continuing his legacy, much like Abraham Lincoln or Martin Luther King. Like this guy's imprint will go on after his death. It's crazy. He's he's the big dick guy now. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Lucky I don't see I bitch. the biggest problem with this whole story is that that narc nurse. Like yeah, just what a bitch. Let, let people have their fun. It's true. I mean That's, yeah. you can't use that dick anymore. Let it no. be used to bring joy to the world. That's right. Like these broads wanted to have a look. What's what's wrong with that? I uh I know uh I know uh somebody an anesthesiologist who oh, with, a, uh, with a big old cock? No, that uh oh. I've I've heard that the peaks have been taken. Oh really? Yeah, I yeah. believe it. That's pretty fucked a, up. It's fucked up, but these are live people. They're just out. Yeah. I would just be like if I'm going under, I'd be like, hey, just we're all here right now. You guys want to get a look at my dick? Because I'll show it to you, so you don't. Because I don't want you guys having a look after I'm passed out. Because I don't know, you know. Yeah, that I can't control what's what it's doing. I get, yeah, it might I get not to have slap a, it around get, a little bit before. Yes, get a, let me get a little blood going. You guys take a look, but then you got to promise I'm going to make you sign something. No looksies. Yeah, no checking it out when it's not at its most presentable. That's only fair. Like I would never, I wouldn't come over to your house first thing on Sunday morning and have a look at your wife before she's had a chance to make herself up. That's just not nice. <laughs> Same goes with dongs. Ed, there's, I'm always jealous and I've said as much on the show of people that are just have really, um, supportive families where there's just, People are behind them 100%. Like they, they say this is part of the problem with the millennial generation. Like they will just want everything handed to them. Too it's much that, support. Too, yeah, too much self-esteem and all that. But it is just nice to see a family with a close bond. Yeah, it's nice. It's heartwarming. It is. Take, for instance, this 33-year-old man whose parents... They live in India, and this guy long distance lives in Florida, mm. and his parents flew all the way from India to Florida just to help him beat his wife after he oh. told them she had been disobedient to him. Wow. Dev, Dev Beer Kelsey was arrested on Saturday along with his parents, Jazz Beer and Bupinder. After deputies found his wife Silky, Silky, yeah, severely that, bruised all over Chappelle's, her body. That's Chappelle's character name from uh, the Haters Ball. I like <laughs> to thank God for giving me so little. I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you, but I hate you. Remember that guy? Yeah, I do. He's Silky Silky Johnson or Silky Sullivan Johnson, probably. Right? Yeah. Um, it's. <laughs> By the way, domestic violence is not funny. No, no. Unless people are flying across the world to do it. <laughs> um, she was held, this woman was subjected to very unfortunate behavior. Kelsey asked his parents to, quote, to help, quote, counsel and discipline his wife for being disobedient. And the Indian nationals, they immediately hopped on a plane and flew to this guy's Riverview home near Tampa. Ed, I just, 
is it weird that I'm jealous of this guy, that this guy's parents flew across the world to give his wife a beating and my parents wouldn't even drive a few blocks to come to one of my Little League games? <laughs> my parents were pretty supportive. My mom would do a lot for me. Yeah. But if I called her in for like an argument between Michelle and I, there's a hundred percent chance. Oh, yeah, of course. She's taking Michelle's side. Of course. 100%. Now, Edward, that wasn't very nice what you just said. I'd be like, what? What? Yes. Wait, I thought you were supposed to start hitting her. What what happened? You're my, no. Yeah. You're we share DNA here, mom. No. If anyone's gonna be hit, it's gonna be you, Edward. <laughs> uh and Ed finally, like a lot yeah. of people brought this st- a lot of people have been talking about this in general yes and it, a lot of people have brought it to our attention and you know i don't like potty humor but i'm willing to make this is this is just beyond the pale this story this happened somewhere called bristol which is in the uk near london Maybe a suburb, suburban London. Bristol is, uh, well, it doesn't matter. It's like, I think it's like 45 minutes, half hour or something like that. Right. This is, this apparently, something went down on the dating app Tinder. And if you're not familiar with Tinder, that's where you just go on there and people will come over to your house and fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, you're like. Jay Stu's a big fan. Yeah, Jay Stu's on there. Jay Stu gets laid like crazy on this Tinder app. He's got a picture of himself, and he just says, he just says, hey, I'm down. And then broads are like, me too. And then he just goes and has sex with them. Well, this, this was like this. This woman was on a Tinder date with some dude. And they went to, and this is, this is I'm concerned about the story. It's in, it's, this is on the BBC which is a legitimate news site. Cause a lot of times people will send me, they'll be like, look at this story. And it'll be like County times. And I'll be like, right. hold on. That's yeah, garbage. It's not. Well, they, and I could see how people get tricked because you never know what a small town newspaper is. I'm right. Pretty well versed on like what the, what the newspapers are in the town, like the uh, Cleveland plain dealer. You know who isn't well versed voters. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> my a lot aunt. Of, a lot of times you see this stuff, people will share it on Facebook and it'll be from a, just a made up. This is just some guy in his apartment. This go, goes, I'm going to make up something that looks like a newspaper and then I'm going to make up fake stories and put it on there. So a lot of times you'll see that shared, but this is on the BBC, which is a pretty legitimate news site. And the pictures, there are pictures. S- yeah. Seem legit. Yeah. Because this, what happened is this guy, Oh, that's the point. This guy, he's called Liam Smith. Also, he's been interviewed. So this guy's right. a known guy. This guy called Liam Smith. He went. He went on a Tinder date with some gymnast, and you like you get a you get a swipe right on a gymnast. You know, like they're very right. flexible, not a lot of body fat. Like sometimes they can be a little squatty and square. But in general, they're in pretty good shape and they don't like do the makeup real weird like they do in the Olympics. That's just for competition. Like in real life, they look pretty normal. So this guy, he makes a date with this chick. And this this quote disturbed me. We had a really nice evening, he said. We had a meal at a well-known chicken restaurant. Is that is it a well-known chicken restaurant? Is he talking about the colonel? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I I clicked on a, maybe a different story. Nando's, delicious. I think oh. it's I think it's of South African organ, origin. It's a, oh. it's a good chicken place. Oh, like jerk chicken. Yes, like Caribbean yes. style. Oh, yes. okay, I got you. He said we we had a we had a really nice evening. We'd had a meal at a well-known chicken restaurant. Had a few beers and then gone back to mine for a bottle of wine and a film. Oh, this is that's the old you want to go to my place and watch a movie? Yeah. Netflix and chill. Yeah, you know what that means. You know what that means? Well, they cruise back to his place and the gymnast, she, the chicken hit her in a way that probably wasn't ideal. Like something didn't agree with her. Might have been too much spice. Right. Sometimes that happens to me if I have too, too much, much of their peri peri sauce, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I have, um, you know, you go, sometimes you go to Chinese or Thai food and they have that like um, sort of like chunky red pepper paste. Yes. So you put, it's really good and I use tons of it on my food. But once in a while, all of a sudden I get a little burn. I get a little burn down below. Well, that's what happened to this gymnast, Ed. So she excused herself to use a restroom. And uh, she went into the restroom and she, she let something go in the bathroom. And we, normally that's bad enough because if if somebody's in the bathroom more than 28 seconds, you got a good idea as to what's going on in there. You know what's happening. So, but she's in there a while and she lets something go and for whatever reason there's a problem with the toilet. I think she might have maybe made something too big for the toilet or this guy's a bachelor and the to- the toilet he's got a shaggy beard like he looks pretty unkempt so I don't think he right. keeps the keeps things in too good a working order. So she gets a bright idea. She's like, "Oh my god, I can't have this guy know that I just let go because we're get- we're Netflixing and chilling. We're having we got wine. There's Sauve Blanc in the other room. Like I'm I'm ready to get up on Liam's hog. Like we're we're banging." So she gets a bright idea to to take her excrement, her poo, if you will. She grabs it out of the bowl with some teepee, and she's like, "I'm super smart. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm athletic. I'm a gymnast. I'm gonna fling this thing out the window." So the window's cracked, and she goes to fling it out the window. But wouldn't you know it? It's freezing over there in London, Ed. This is one of those double pane situations. Two mm. windows back to back, and her her. Her stuff goes, it slides in between the two windows and gets stuck there. In between the windows. Yeah. So she's like, well, fuck it. Oh my God. Now I'm really, I'm really in a heap of trouble here. So she climbs up between the windows to get it out, to retrieve it and then fling it the rest of the way out the window and ends up inadvertently getting stuck in the window herself. And stuck to the point where the local, I don't know what the the fire brigade. Fire I brigade, guess. yeah, yeah. They had to call the fire brigade, and I'm sure a few bobbies as well. The the brigade and a couple of bobbies sure. had to come over to Liam's place and free her, the gymnast, <laughs> and I'm assuming her excrement, sure. from the jammed window. Um, I don't, I, should we, this is episode 186 of the podcast at, I, should we just end it now? I mean, 
we're really not going to ever have anything better to talk about. Like it's well, so only so many Lenny Dykstra ruins a hotel room or tries to bang Lena Dunham stories. You true. can do before you get to a gymnast and her poo getting stuck in a window on a Tinder date. What do you think? I agree that it's, you know, it would be tough to be topped, but I do have a similar experience. Whoa. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Go on. No, no window climbing. I was a week into my college career. U.M. Maryland. Big win over Texas. Yeah. Did they Uh, lose again? Did they play this week? No, they beat some tomato can. Oh, 2-0. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they – so let's say school starts, you know, August 26th, August 27th, something like that. So you go to school for a few days, and then it's Labor Day weekend. So we had mm-hmm. that Monday off and I was friends with like I, you know, was trying to or maybe I hooked up with one girl in this group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. And so I it was a bunch of these girls and me and they asked if I wanted to go to one girl live like 15 minutes away. Would yeah. like to go to her like barbecue. I don't know, like at her parents house or something. Mm-hmm. Her family home. Yeah. Yeah. It was with uh, a couple things happening here. Um, first of all, I did. She didn't warn me that her dad was blind, and so oh, got to give people so heads up on that. So we're we. I mean, I I had only known her for a week, I guess, but I I walk in and um, I remember I went to shake her dad's hand and like you know everybody was meeting and I like reached out and he didn't see that I was doing it and like I didn't. I did, that's the moment I realized he was blind, and so uh, I kind of just had to pull, pull it back. Yeah. Like I, I just didn't know. Bad so guy that, move on the chick. Bad guy yeah. move. Hey, yeah, heads so up, my dad's blind. By the way, just so you know, my dad's blind. That's all you got to say. Anyway, no big deal. I mean that that first week of college, your body's going through a lot. You know, you're you, of, you're putting a lot of alcohol in it. You're putting a lot of everything in it. So something right away didn't agree, and so I just. Use the uh, the downstairs uh, toilet. Oh my god, you are a monster! The powder room. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to. Oh no, no, it wasn't. No, 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 it was no upstairs because it was a bathroom. There was a uh, there was a there was a shower. Okay. Okay. So you excused yourself to go in the main one that the people wouldn't be going in that were at the <laughs> yes, barbecue, yeah, no, right? It was definitely okay. not like Jesus the one. Christ. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm piecing together something from many, many years ago. So I go in and I'm, I try to be very quick with everything, right? Yeah. You don't want to gotta go quick. Be, yes. I've gone for forty five minutes, yep. so I, I'm in and out, and I go to flush, and it's uh, just not flushing. Yeah, and there's no plunger in there. There's no and like I don't. I don't want to be, you know, announcing to a, a bunch of girls I just met and I'm like trying to get with one of them. And I was like, oh, what am I, what am I going to do here? And with every mm-hmm. passing second, every passing it's second, worse. they know, they know the smell, everything. So I was like, I got to do something quick, you know, and I, I, I in a MacGyver like fashion, I took, yeah. oh, no. Oh, you're a monster, Ed. Are you sure you want to say this? I'm giving you an out right now. Okay, finish the story. <laughs> took, I, I took a bottle of shampoo from the shower and yeah. just jammed it in there and created the same type of suction, and it 
it flushed. Yes. <laughs> so you're saying like just the f- ran the, ran the bottle under a little tap water. Yeah, put it back. <laughs> yeah, but it worked. Yeah. So unfortunately, her parents, her poor dad, yeah. was probably using that shampoo bottle. Yeah. That's a pretty smart yeah. move. It it's worked, funny but it that was you like, didn't understand how a toilet worked, but you just figured it out on your own, and you just did it your own way. What do you mean? Well, like it oh, was. Oh, well, well, like pulled the top off. Yeah, and, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I just the flapper. Needed, you have to understand things were moving fast. I needed to do something. Yeah, amazing. Oh, me. Yeah. Well, it would have been better if you would have gotten caught like next time, next time, but <laughs> with a shitty shampoo bottle. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's not bury the lead. Yeah. You get the skins. I got no more than I, I never just some, some, low, some, low uh, no, I'm just like fucking like, you heavy, know, heavy petting. Just, yeah. Heavy petting. Yeah. Never, never got beyond that with her, but oh, uh, friend of hers it worked out oh you, you banged her little yes. we need a better term for fingering because fingering sounds so disgusting yes like and, we and, all need, and yeah. that worked out with her friend yeah yes yeah uh like we I'm need to this. what do we say somebody give us a better term nine four nine four six four tbls or mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com or hit and absolutely do not say finger blasting yeah see i hate anything you can't have finger in the word Cause that's gross. Fingering. Digital manipulation. Yes, that's and that's too. That's too clinical. Too much. Yes. yes. Sounds like you're fucking a robot. Yes, exactly. So reach out and let us know if you have a better word for fingering. Okay, Ed. Joining us now is our very own pop culture correspondent. I hope to God she didn't hear that story that we just did because it's just it's too disgusting yeah she's proper although she did recently tell us a story where she was on a date with an ex-boyfriend where he'd had some bad sushi Mm. and the the boyfriend was like hey we gotta end this date because i'm gonna like i got something happening and it's gonna be happening for a while so she just That's right. We'll, re- we'll reconvene a different time. But it didn't happen to her. And if it had to happen to her, I sure as fuck don't want to know about it. She joins us now. It's our very own pop culture correspondent. Her name is Fancy Sauce. How are you today, Fancy? Hey, guys. I'm hey, Kate. Good. I just heard the word fingering. Not a fan. You're not into that word, right? No. No, that is. A guy definitely came up with that term. Oh, yeah, for sure. But is there a better way? Is there a better description for that when a guy's like letting his, letting the fingers do the walking? I don't know. Diddling? I don't know. Yeah. But see, diddling could mean having sex. I don't think so. You diddled her. No. No. Diddling for sex? No. No? I don't know. I've never used that term, obviously. (laughs) Of course not. Maybe. That's no. for some a man in tights having sex. Yeah, maybe. for sure. Having a diddle. <laughs> yeah. Diddling around. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's it's so good to have you here, well, Kate. Since you're, here. since you're here. Yes. There's an email for you. Okay. And then oh. I want to talk about a pet peeve. Oh, well, let's have your pet peeve first. And then we'll get into our content. Does this happen More yoga mat like, drama? No. Yes. It was, uh, it, it was gym related because it happens a lot at the gym. When you're walking towards the doors at my gym... Yes. There's often people in front of you or leaving, and peop, 
a lot of people do this thing where in public where they open the door for you, they hold it open and you might be quite far. Yeah. And then if they're not happy with the pace of which you're approaching the door, they like it really registers annoyed on their face. And then I feel like, oh, fuck you, dude. I didn't ask you. I mean, sure. If you want to open the door, do it. But don't like expect anything of me except a thank you. I'm not going to run. This was on a show. It really this, I can't remember. Curve, I think. Because it happened curve. to me today. Yeah, where they. And they, I yeah. just was like, it almost made me want to slow yeah. down. Yeah. Because you're, well, you're too far away. So it's up to them to wait. I say a lot. Yeah. No, no. It, you're good. Yeah, Thank you, though. Good. Yeah. And they just, just, they just hold that door. Yes. Hold that door. Well, you're abroad. It's passive aggressive. And it's a dude. It's mm, always, sometimes. A, it's always a dude. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, chicks probably do it too, but yeah. not as often. Anyway, just wanted to get that out. Um, okay, something that's not a pet peeve of mine. Mm. It's asking you for sports knowledge. And our loyal listener, Dean, he mm. likes this game too. Yeah. And I love this game so much so that well, I often... I'm good at sports I knowledge, so... I often play this game in a non-recorded version. <laughs> like I play the... You know, it's kind of like you win on the family... Or you don't win on the family feud or on Wheel of Fortune. They give you the home version. Like right, you're gonna, like you're gonna fucking go home and and play Richard relive Dawson. Your, yeah, you know, try relive to, your horrors of like losing. try to make out with your own grandma, like Richard Dawson. No, <laughs> last gonna, night no one's playing the home you, game. I said, yeah, yes. Who's first of all? Uh huh. Calling it the L.A. Chargers is very it throws me because I'm like it's a little weird. No, but how it, how good do they look in that all white gear? And I mean, other like, than their play on the field. But then I, I was like, who are they playing? Yeah, it was pretty obvious who they were playing. Like, there was not It was really, not obvious Oh, my God, it was so obvious. But then I saw that on the bottom of the screen, D-E-N for Which Denver. Is, yeah, and... And I said, Denver, oh, they're playing the Broncos. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was a fun game. I know teams. We also learned, and this is... So there's, there's a freebie on the board right here, because we learned one of the teams that Dean wants to know is a team that used to be one of your favorite teams. And last night you announced, oh no, this is, that's no longer one of your favorite teams. So for those of you that may be new to the show, we like to ask Kate the either a team name to go with the city or the other way around and see if she can put the two, put them together and come up with either the city or the team name. So uh-huh. go. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got three here. The first one, Panthers. What city are the Panthers from? City or state um, or area? The Carolina Panthers. That's right, the Carolina Panthers. And you should know that one because two years ago when they were in the Super Bowl, they, they were your team. number one favorite team. That was and my team. Last night I asked you, I go, oh, are the Panthers still your favorite team? And what did you say? I said no. Right. And you said no. And I go, well, what happened? You go, oh, well, that was just a joke. Oh. I was just well, kidding. That was a funny joke. Yeah, that, they were my favorite too. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Staying in the, these are all NFL teams. There's a hint. Staying in the NFL, there's an NFL team and they are called the Chiefs. The NFL blank Chiefs. Kansas City. Holy shit. Two Whoa. for two. Two for Firing two. Firing on all cylinders right now. Would you, I am pretty much a sports expert. Would you say that the NFL is your, is that's your strong suit? That's because baseball, you don't know any baseball teams. You you um, actively hate baseball. 
Yeah, I would think it's a toss-up between basketball and NFL. Those are your two strong suits. It's, you know yes. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we've I'm talked. I'm an expert in those. You're, you're definitely I'm less of an expert in baseball. You have a lot. An, I will say that. You have a lot of favorite teams in basketball, I've noticed. Many. Uh, okay, here's another one. Here's yeah, the, I don't discriminate. Here's also, the Chiefs, kind of racist. Oh, because it's a because it's an Indian, yes, native. Red okay, face. here's now that's that's Ed's team, the Redskins. Okay, but the little guy has a red face. That's Ed's team, the oh. Washington Redskins. Yeah. Oh, I didn't want to give you that one. That might have come up again. Okay, here's another one. I knew that one. The anyway. Cardinals. What area or city or state are the Cardinals? We'll even accept. Their location uh, until about 1988. I feel like this oh, is really? like... Really? Well, I wouldn't accept that, but Ed's very giving. Is this Ohio? Ohio. The Ohio No, but is Cardinals. that the state they're from? No. It is not the state. This is where... So she's stuck, and based on past experience, she's going to ask for hints that make it very obvious and then act like she got it on her own. The Cardinals, the what Cardinals? NFL blank Cardinals. And that's the, it's a bird. Yep. Yeah, it's a red bird. The Cardinals. Um, St. Louis. Wow. According, that- according to Ed's rules, you get that one <laughs> because the St. Louis, the ba- there's a baseball team called the St. Louis Cardinals and there used to be an NFL well, team confusing. called what the a- St. St. Louis Cardinals, and they moved. What a ridiculous p- premise that both teams had the same exact name in the same city. That, is, well, that, that happens. Is, that is dumb. There was a, there was dumb. two Giants. Yeah. Right? Dumb. Right. Also, hey, you go into you, you a big Giants fan? Yeah. Are you big Cardinals fans? Like, well, it depends. What do they maybe? mean by Giants? Yeah. Like big people? Well, like, like, the a, like I think like big city. Oh. You know, like giant buildings. Not like the giant from Game of Thrones. No. Or the zombie giant from Game Game of Thrones either. Mm -hmm. Neither of those. Wow. Great. Dean. Love that game. It would be nice (laughs) if we could get some music. Where are the Cardinals now based? For that game. Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Okay. Kate, you come on this show to tell us about things that are happening in the world of pop culture. Uh Celebrity news. Gossip. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Well, I was going to start with some sports news, but maybe oh, you yeah. guys talked about Oh yeah, let's talk about this. The Black Mamba Kobe Bryant's um both his numbers are being retired. Yeah, what? 8 and 24. That's right. He started what? At, he started out as number 8. And then he because he wanted to sell jerseys, he changed his number to number 24 at some point. Why would why did he do that? He won three NBA championships as number eight, and then true? decided he was just gonna. I thought he got them all as twenty four. I thought not. people in sports were very superstitious, and like yes. their number, yeah. was like their number. Right. So I need that explained. Well, just to me. pick one fucking egomaniac. Well, he, he, that's the thing is because did the, he want twenty four and it wasn't free? The thinking How's is the thinking is is that they could retire twenty four. But is anybody, is some rookie going to come to the team and be like, hey, give me eight. I want to be eight. Hmm. No? I don't know. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck Kobe. I mean, he nicknamed himself the Black Mamba. I of just want to know why get, he changed numbers. He's getting two numbers retired. I don't know. I don't, I'm sure he had a reason. But, you, but uh, LeBron James also changed numbers mid-career. 
He was number yeah, 23. He switched, he switched teams, though. He's, yeah, but didn't he do it when he was still on the... I think he switched numbers when he was still on the Cavs the first time. I don't know. He was, he was 23, and what's he now? Nine. Six. Well, if you guys could choose a number, what would it be? Ed? What what number he is now? I no, thought he was twenty three on the Cavs. He was no, twenty. And if you got yeah. drafted, what what number would you want to be? What number? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what, I don't, your jersey number. number um, I, don't, I don't have like superstitious numbers. Like, like what, lucky he's numbers. Six. He's six. He's was twenty three and now he's six. I will say this. Yeah. I like in college football when a guy when the kicker is like number eighty seven. I mm-hmm. like that. And I, I like the opposite too. Same, like a D lineman wearing number one. Yes, or, or yeah, like a linebacker who's just fucking comes in and takes a quarterback's head off, and he gets up and he's like number five. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. What I really hate is in the NFL when the when a wide receiver is number eleven or nineteen. I hate that. A wide receiver's uh, number should be in the eighties. Nah. Yes. I, I like. I, I'd be fine no. if it was forty three. Oh I don't care. Sorry well, that's it. You could do that. That's like a slot. Guy, that's like an H back, right? We need to back this where out. a guy's like a fullback and a receiver, then he can be like and 44. Full responsibility. I'm cool with that. I like my number it. was 72. Oh, Dex- Dexter Manley, Refrigerator Perry. Yeah, that was my number. Nice, that's a great number. Okay, Kate, what else is going on yeah, in the world of pop culture besides Kobe, who, um, who nicknamed himself the Black the Mamba? Black Mamba, let's talk about. Emmy nominations, because then we can talk about oh, the shows. Love this. I thought they already had the Emmys. I heard people talking about winning Emmys. They had the creative Emmys. Oh. They had the Emmys that like aren't on TV. Right. I oh. follow Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. I follow a writer, Trayvon from San Oh, yeah. He, we went to college together. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. didn't know each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they took home some Emmys. Yeah. The, um, yeah. So there was the creative arts Emmys, which are like the non-TV which is it's like better than the daytime Emmys, but still not like the TV version of no. the Emmys. Right. Uh, so what's the, just okay. give us the big categories? Drama series, Better Call Saul, great show. The Crown, I heard it was great. Brian would not watch. No, it. No, you made me watch one, one episode, and the um that one guy, the British guy that worked at um, Don Draper's firm, Cooper. Yeah, Sterling right. Cooper. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. That guy, he played King George. And he was dying of lung cancer and he didn't know it. And he was coughing up blood every other minute. And I'm like, I can't, I just can't. And also it made me nervous because John Lithgow, he played. Scariest uh, dude on earth. He played Winston Churchill and the whole cast is British and he's American playing a British guy. And I'm like, he has to be so self-conscious. Anyway, I got through one episode. Fuck that show. I'm probably going to watch it. Fuck the crown. What's the name of the show? I don't even. The crown. The crown. I don't know if I've heard of it. I heard it was really good. Yeah, so I'm going to watch Netflix. it. It's about um, Queen. The Queen. No, I, I have seen that on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Handmaid's Tale. Really good show. Hulu. They, I think this is the first they should Hulu. Change, what, what's what's they, the name of this Hulu show? original? They the should, Handmaid's Tale. They should change the name of Handmaid's Tale to Mike Pence's Wet Dream. Because yeah. that would be a more apt description. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's that's so the world good. he envisions. Yeah, it's so go good. on. Um, House of Cards, Netflix. House of Cards is Trash. They should call that show House of Trash because it's so terrible. I do love it though. (laughs) I made it through five minutes of that show. Um, Stranger Things, Netflix was a big hit. I'm not a big fan of uh, sci-fi guy. Mm -mm. Also, it's kind of like a kid show. Yeah, kid show. I watched it with the kids. kids. I liked it. Yep. Um, This is us. um, Winona Ryder would have sex with. So that's still. Oh yeah. Yes. For sure. Oh yeah. Definitely still. 
Interesting. Yeah. Disturbing, but interesting. Yeah. This is us for NBC. Mm, Didn't watch. Mandy Moore. A lot of people watched it. That's yeah. the show that Michelle always cries to. I might she's, watch it. I think I she think cries I like hard every. Like when I walk in the room and she's been watching it, I feel like somebody has died. <laughs> the the only thing I know about that show is that it's in the eighties and it's not believable because um, who's the guy on it? Milo Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia is too ripped. They're like, no, dad, no, there was no dad that ripped in the 80s because he's just fucking That's super true. yoked and he's None. got an eight pack and shit. Um, yeah. And Westworld, HBO. Westworld was okay. The sh- that hands down, yeah. Better Call Saul's the winner there. Or or Handmaid's Tale, also so a very good Netflix show. Netflix have three up for an award and HBO only have one, which is unusual. And Westworld, which is trash. Yeah, Westworld, Westworld I mean. Westworld is kind of trash. Yeah. I, okay. I stuck with, with it. Right. I was okay with it, yeah. but yeah. I don't think i'm signing up for next for another season i'm not it's not, not like sure appointment viewing for me it's okay like tandy newton all naked and shit i'm into yeah, yeah absolutely you know pretty hot body and like there it was one of those things where there's like a few different stories going it's kind of like game of thrones where there's only one story you really care yeah, about and there's yeah. like five stories going and you're like oh i don't care about any of these yeah just yeah. bring back okay. naked give Dandy. It, give it to better call Saul. comedy series atlanta Heard that's great. Haven't seen it. FX. Never saw it. Yeah. Blackish. ABC. Can't be good. I've seen a. F- I've seen a good. couple episodes. It's, it's just, you know, you know the problem is, it's like a good. It would be like a good show when we were kids. Yeah. But like but, that whole yes. format, the like the the network sitcom. Totally. Is, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 100%. I mean, love. I love Larry Fishburne, but not Canned in. And laughter. That yeah. that show. That show. Is a hundred times better than fucking Growing Pains and half the of shit course, we watch. Of course, but it's just I don't I I can't get into those kind of. Shows. I tried to force my children to watch Wonder Years, and they made it through one episode, and they're like, "Are you gonna? Do we have to watch another one of these?" Oh, that's like true. they were not. And of course, the first episode is where Winnie Cooper's brother dies in Vietnam. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so excited. I was like, "Oh, the Wonder." I'm years. like, "Yeah, they're gonna love this," <clears throat> and I'm like, and then I was watching. I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of slow." Yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, Master of None, Aziz and Sayari show. Uh, not, again, it's okay. I haven't seen it. I, it's okay. I, I, I didn't it's watch it. It's on my queue, and I just have Netflix. never. I watched most of the first um, season. It's okay. Modern Family is a really well-made, well-written, well-performed show. Wouldn't watch it on purpose, but when I walk in no, it's and it's on, I do chuckle. Sure. I do chuckle. We, actually, the kids watch that. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. Silicon Valley. Legend. HBO. Funny, kind of formulaic at this point. Go on. Um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Netflix. Couldn't get through it. Me Couldn't either. get through two I episodes. I saw a few it. episodes. It was okay. Yeah. And it's in my a bit opinion, theatrical the, for the, me. The hands down winner is Veep on HBO. So funny. It, but the problem the is, is it could be fatigue because it wins so every year. Good. But it's so it's fucking funny. It's so yes. much better than and all the it's rest. It's one of those shows that's so funny that you have to keep pausing it because you can't, you can't get through every line is a well, joke. I have to pause it to like re. Like repeat what Jonas yes, said. It's, it's joke, There's joke, so joke. many good characters. Yes, uh, my so favorite good. though is the bald dude who eviscerates his assistant at all at any time. He's like, so he's funny. Not, Get, um, he's the senator. Um, I senator that oh, they yes. need his help for stuff, oh, and he's so, so brutal. He's a congressman. He's so fucking oh, yeah. funny. Yes. I love that dude. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, really good show. Yeah, that should win. Yeah, I haven't seen so, Atlanta, but people, I've heard good things. Yeah, and then the rest are all. Um, Actor, actress. Okay, I'm let's. Read those. Oh, come on. Really? I'm into this. Just okay. do the actor, actress. Okay. Um. Yeah, but there's um categories. Well. Just, so I'll do. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a okay. lot of names, Brian. Yeah. I'm gonna just do, do one, one of each. 
I'm going to do... Best comedy or best drama of Drama each. actress. Okay. Viola Davis. How uh, to Get Away with in? Murder. Uh, that so can't... Chandra no, that's Rhyme. a Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. It can't be good. Uh, Viola Davis, she's, Academy Award She's a great actress. Winner. I'll tell you who yeah. it's between. Claire Foy, The Crown. Again, one episode. Too, much, too much blood coughing. Moss, Handmaid's Tale. Really good in that show. Good show. It's between those two. Um, with a close runner-up, Robin Wright, House of Cards. No, too campy. That show is trash. And then there's Carrie Russell, The Americans, which I always wanted to watch, but it just seemed overwhelming she, that I was so far behind. She gets so an I would have sex with vote, but I don't think she would get a the Emmy. And Evan Rachel Wood on Westworld. Again, somebody I would have sex with, but I'm not a very good show. Here I want to punch her characters. She's pretty annoying. Too, She's so. pretty annoying. Okay. And now Dolores. actor. Um, drama actor. Any, well, hold on. Anybody you wanted to have sex with in, in that category, Ed? I think there was an award being you given out as well. You would want to have sex with Claire Foy from The Crown if she... I don't, I don't know. Like. Too much blood coughing. No, I really don't know real anyone life. in that category. Yeah. Oh, you don't? Okay, interesting. You don't know who Carrie Russell is? I know. Like, she's Felicity, but like, I don't, I don't okay. remember her don't being know. like really hot or anything. I mean, I, I'm sure she's good enough. She's not unattractive. Her. Yeah. Yeah, you would. That's a yes. Okay. Uh, what what else, Kate? Best actor? Who would I have sex with in this category? I'll tell you. Okay. Drama actor Sterling K. Brown. This is us. Um, he pl- he played Christopher Darden in the OJ movie. It was very good. I think he might have won an award for He's that last so year. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Hopkins, Westworld. Oh no! Sir that was a mail in performance by him. Yeah, for sure. He's just doing it for the money at yeah, this point. Yeah, he's tired. He's old. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk, so good. Give it to him. Great. So good. Great. I think he should win for sure. Uh, Matthew Rice, The Americans, Leah Schreiber, Ray Donovan. I've never seen Ray Donovan. I don't have Showtime. Someone tell us if that's I have it. I just haven't watched. Yeah. I I, I just don't watch these shows. Liev Schreiber, very dreamy. If I had to have sex with one person in this category, it'd probably be him. Go Mm, on. Interesting. Handsome voice, too. Yeah. Does does all the VO. HBO. Yep. Over Milo Ventimiglia. Um, I mean, he's like, he's younger than me and he's, oh, you'd feel I'd like have a, to dominate like him. Robbing yeah. the cradle. Yeah. And Kevin Spacey, House of Cards, who would Just probably want to have sex with you. Easy. I don't think that's <laughs> no hit. I'll tell you what, House of Cards, not a good show. And I cannot stop staring at his wig the whole time. He wears a wig on that show I and it's, kind of enjoy House oh of my Cards. God, it drives me crazy. Like, I don't love it, but I, I can watch it. Yeah. Okay. Comedy actor, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Aziz Ansari, Ansari. Mm, he plays I himself. I want to say Ansari. Yeah. Ansari, Monster of None. Zach Galifianakis in Baskets is hysterical. So good. He won't win. Yeah, good. He needs He's to amazing. win. He's amazing. Donald Glover. He plays two characters. I like the brother. Donald yeah. Glover, Atlanta. Chip and Dale. Chip, Chip. Um, William H. Macy, Shameless. Don't watch that Never show. Never seen it. Jeffrey Tambor, Transparent. I feel like he always wins. He wins every year. Comedy actress Pamela Al- Adlon, mm, Better Things. Louis J. I, is that a good show? I don't, I don't like her. You don't? I like her. She was so mean to Louis in that, <laughs> that last yeah. time where she broke his heart. Right. I don't know. She's, I, I don't like the, the sass, the too much sass you know, she, You know she was on Facts of Life. She's the Jewish. And she, she was like. She the, was Louis' I have to Google her. Now. I think like Girlfriend? when they added like a young character later or something, that was her, Pamela Adlon. Mm. And also she does, she does, she did the voice of the little Bobby, what's his name on King of the Hill. Yes. I knew that. A lot of, you stack a lot of chips. You do a voice on a cartoon that goes, that's on TV for a long time. That is a lot of fucking okay, money. Clocked who she is now. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Clocked her. 
Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish, yep. Jane Fonda, Grace and Frankie, and Lily Tomlin. Grace oh, and Frankie. No, that's just can not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Um, Alice and Janney from Mom. Yes. Um, a network show. Probably never watched. Mm-hmm. Ellie Kemper, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. No. And she'll win Louis, Louis, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She wins every year, she's but so she's good. so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, but. Yeah. I, I, I like. I feel like, what's the point? Of course she, she's There's the best. going to be some fatigue, but the thing, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, just, she just, Kate just read all the names. She's the best of those names for sure. You she's the best comedic actress of all time. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Better she's than Lucille Ball. Better than God, Terry Gar. so good. Yeah. Um, that's it. Okay. There's is that, a, is that a, it for Fancy Pop? No. Oh, there's more. No. Okay. Emmy preview. Nice. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's start off with, um, our favorite celebrity, um, Christian, evangelical Christian, Kirk Cameron. Oh, love him. Kirk has some interesting views on weather. Used to get get a lot of Kirk Cameron. You look like Kirk Cameron when I was a kid. Oh, that was probably... Because um, we both like had sad afros. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so he seems to believe that hurricanes, um, such as Harvey and Irma, yep. are actually messages from God. Yep. He said, how should we look at two giant hurricanes coming back to back like this? Oh. In a video he posted on his Facebook a, page. Do we write them off as coincidence? Yes, do we write them off do. as a statistical anomaly? It's a random wow, event. Wow. Who would have thought? Is it just Mother Nature in a bad mood? No, none of the above, he said. He claims hurricanes are a spectacular display of God's immense power. Mm. Describes storms created by God as either punishment or a means to demonstrate his faithful love. He made this video whilst fleeing Florida in the airport. Yeah, right. um, uh, he said when he puts his power on display, it's never without reason. There's oh, one, there's a purpose. And we How may does not he always get understand. to have an opinion fuck when he believed guy. in the rapture? Right. Uh, yes. We do not always understand what that purpose is, but we know it's not random, and we know that weather is sent to cause us to respond to God in humility, awe, and repentance. Look, look, I never forgave the guy for getting Julie McCullough fired from. No, Clarence certainly not. That was his fault. She, yeah, because she made him too horny. And was he a weirdo she was, she like was so Christian hot. back then too? He was just becoming he became one mm. at that time. But I will say this, and I don't I don't a religion is a very personal thing. Everyone is free to worship theirs as they see fit. Absolutely. But it's always weird to me that people that claim to love God the most really paint him to be the biggest fucking asshole. Like if like you love God and he's this just and loving all encompassing being. And he just fucking throws storms to fuck people's life up just because he's like a little pissed that you didn't act right. Fuck that. That yeah. isn't God. That he, isn't how God would think if there was. Well, it's weird. Cause I talked to God. You did. And he, he told me, he, he specifically told me he designed this entire hurricane so he could murder Kirk Cameron. So that wasn't his plan. It didn't Kirk work. Kirk was wrong. No, yeah. the whole plan was to murder oh, Kirk Cameron because he's a God. terrible dude. Yes. yes. I talked to God. Yeah. I, I, are you saying I don't know what God thinks? You know. Right. Come on. Fuck I know Kirk as Cameron. well as Kirk Cameron. He was trying to kill you, buddy. <laughs> okay, what else, Kate? Um, this has been a long show. That's oh, has it? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, then I will 
wrap it up. Oh, that's it? Do one more. You can do one more. Well, I'm just looking at pictures of, um, you've probably seen them by now. The internet is rife with pictures of fat Christian Bale with bleached eyebrows. He has been eating a lot of pies, he said, for an upcoming biopic where he will play Dick Cheney. Wow. Um, which Adam what? McKay will be directing. He did the big short, which is a great movie. Yeah. I'm just really, it's puzzling. Dick Cheney biopic, really? Yeah, that is kind of interesting. Does he have an interesting story? I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, he, he dodged. He just a, shot his friend in the face. Yeah, he dodged. He didn't go to Vietnam. So really millions of, of women are going to be having um, sexual thoughts about Christian Bale, Dick Cheney. Yeah. I will. I mean, he's still handsome. Christian Bale is a pretty good actor and he really, he goes he's really for good. it. Yeah. yeah. He's he one does. of those like super. Yeah. Oh, you he's, know a, what? he's a Welshman. I do have one more story. And he's one of the new, newsies. Was that what? He, that, he was oh, yeah. Kid? You forget he was like a child. He, like, yeah. His mom's a clown. Like literally true? a clown. Well, his mom is a sir, is a like a birthday party clown. Are, are they Jippos? I mean, Wales is, that's like the Kentucky of. Yeah. The UK, right? Like yeah. it's a little, well, little he got in trouble wild. for like hitting her or something. His mom, yeah, his cl- yeah, his clown mom. Oh uh, yeah, because she's probably hitting him up for cash, right? Because he's yeah, got tons yeah. of it. But it's you know how fucking hard it is to lose weight. Like to that somebody as vain as an actor would just start fucking chomping pies mm-hmm. to play Dick Cheney, and then he would have to turn around and take all that weight off his. He's like get my again. age. Remember when he did that movie, The Machinist, and he was yes. super Yes. Oh, yeah. He was like 80 pounds. Yes. The guy's a fantastic actor. I feel actor. like Matt Damon he does that, great. too. He's he great. puts on weight for... Yeah. He's gotten fat yeah. before. I want to talk about one more thing. Okay. I want to talk about James Woods, actor James oh, Woods' Twitter war with Army Hammer and Amber Tamblyn, yeah. which is really blown up. Um, so in case you missed it, um, Woods um, received um, backlash after criticizing the romance between... A 17-year-old boy and a 24-year-old man in Army Hammer's new movie, Call Me By My Name, saying this, the storyline chips away the last barriers of decency and adding the hashtag oh, yeah, they're men. NAMBLA. Yeah. So um, Army Hammer responded by calling Woods um, out for dating a 19-year-old when he was 59. Yep. And then Amber Tamblin, who's an actress, chimed yep. in saying the actress- Joan of Arcadia. Invited her to, to Vegas when to David she Cross. was just 16 years old. Yeah. So he's a huge creeper. At, at Mel's Diner on Sunset. Um, and then he was like, don't know what you're talking about. Never happened. And then she posted um, some screen caps from a text with the friend who she was with, who tried to, um, who James Woods tried to yes. pick up. Oh, they had a- When they, they were had, together. Oh, Yeah. Um, so she has someone to corroborate her story. Anyway, and then everyone was piling on, including Billy Baldwin, yep. Lena Dunham, of course, oh, and yeah. Rose McGowan. She'll so. weigh in. Um, so, yeah, that's it. it. I mean, he was, I'm just going to say this again. He dated a 19-year-old yeah. when he was 59. Yeah, I will say this about James Woods. If he he would be much better off and the world would be much better off if he had died about 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I met him 20 agreed. years ago. The guy. And he was with a very hot young Yeah, yeah. He's, supposed, he's known to pack just a massive hog, by the way. Not that that matters. But the guy was in the 80s and 90s 
just one of the fucking great. great actors, like tremendous fucking performer in movies. Mm-hmm. And now he's a real piece of shit scumbag. Yeah. Um, but he was a fantastic actor back in the day. Yeah, he was. That's all I'll say. Uh, okay. Thanks for that, Kate. You're welcome. Excellent job all the way around. Ed Daly, thank you for everything you do here. Thank you to all the listeners. We got some and great input from the listeners this thank week. Thank you to our latest Patreon subscriber, oh, yes. Cody Gossett. Oh, love you, Cody. Hero, yes. Cody. Thank you. Uh, yes, thank you. Welcome to the Patreon. Yes, thank fam. you to all of our Patreon people. I believe we'll have some more bonus yeah. content this week, right, Ed? Yes, we will. Oh, okay. So listen for that. Um, Patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. Until next week, for Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 186 of The Baller Lifestyle podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.